Hello everyone and uh, welcome to this very new episode of uh, our LA Talks uh, podcast. Uh, your podcast for insights in uh, the sustainable fashion and uh, textiles industry. My name is uh, Julie Liter. I'm a founder of Ariadne Innovation. And Ariadne Innovation is a startup who wishes to inspire, inform and connect within the sustainable textiles and fashion industry. Very happy to welcome you today. So today, uh, the topic will be about sustainable dyes. And uh, for that, I would like to very much welcome our guest, uh, Eva Engelen, who is sustainability and product manager at uh, the startup Honest Jeans, uh, who delivers the most sustainable Belgian uh, jeans. Hello, Eva. Welcome, and uh, thank you for uh, joining us today. Maybe for those who don't know you yet, can you please uh, give us some more uh, information about yourself and introduce you uh, to our audience today? Yes, of course. Good morning, Julie. Thank you for having uh, having me. So I'm Eva and uh, I am a sustainable fashion enthusiast and professional. And on a personal note, I really love um, adventure and inspiring conversations. So I'm th- I think I'm at the right address today. <laughs> Yes, we will definitely uh, take our audience uh, towards a nice uh, adventure. So I'm sure you're passionate uh, as, well I'm, as I am uh, about uh, circularity, sustainability uh, and innovation uh, and uh, the role that those can play uh, towards a better future. Uh, can you maybe explain as well where your journey for uh, sustainability started? Did it start at, at Honest or, or what is your, uh, your background? Yeah, it started way before uh, for before I joined Honest, actually. It started when I was still in university, where I studied uh, business engineering. And through courses uh, throughout my studies, such as ethics and sustainable development, I was, yeah, I learned about climate change and social injustice, justice, loss uh, of biodiversity, all very heavy topics. But luckily, simultaneously, I was also introduced to yeah, alternative economic models or business models that could kind of avoid or, uh, yeah, phase out those negative impacts. So this is really when I started becoming yeah, very passionate about sustainability. Okay, great to hear. So uh, <laughs> we really have uh, an expert in the audience, which, which is uh, amazing. Uh, so uh, we will not focus on all those different topics, uh, but for today we will focus on a, on a topic which is very important for the textile industry as well, which is uh, the dyeing process. So how can we make that uh, more sustainable? and what opportunities uh, and innovations are there uh, in the industry. Uh, so uh, you work today uh, for uh, Honest Jeans. Uh, can you maybe tell us some more, something more about uh, the company itself? Yeah, of course, with pleasure. So Honest is a circular fashion brand that has nothing to hide and we produce jeans. Yeah, like all jeans should be made actually without compromising on style, sustainability and quality. And we do this in practice by applying the principles of the circular economy to fashion, to jeans, and creating, let's say, a close, closed loop uh, supply chain and using pre-loved jeans, all jeans that have been worn as our raw material. Okay, that's uh, already a, a very important challenge, I can, uh, can imagine. Um, maybe just um, to go back to your role uh, at Honest as a product and sustainability marketing, can you maybe tell us uh, what your day looks like or what your responsibilities are in uh, in that function? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, of course. Um, so as a product and sustainability manager, I'm really the, the one that's, that's responsible to create, make and source our circular products. So I'm involved from the design phase all the way uh, until yeah, our jeans, our products are finished and delivered back in Belgium. And then I'm also next to that, I'm managing really, let's say, the environmental impact of our product. So I'm making sure that our clothing is produced with the lowest environmental impact uh, that is possible with current technologies out there. Uh, and also, of course, very important under safe and, uh, and fair working conditions. And then finally, a big part of my role is also about yeah, innovation and R&D. So developing new products, but also really making sure that the ones that we already have, that we keep improving them so that we are never yeah, standing still, let's say, but we're on a continuous, uh, continuous route to yeah, always becoming a better version of ourselves. That's nice. So you're really a key uh, player, I think, uh, in the organization to, uh, to make this happen, this change happen. So uh, we did some research uh, about Honest uh, and, and the genes and the, the claims that, uh, that you make. Uh, so um, I'm gonna quote it for uh, for the audience. Please correct me if I'm uh, if I'm wrong. But uh, an honest jeans is made out of uh, 56 percent of recycled uh, jeans. It does not contain harmful chemicals and uh, is also uh, water saving. Uh, it's it's called um, you know by some uh, some press and of course confirmed by you by by um, uh, to be the cleanest uh, jeans on earth, which is uh, great. Uh, that it's uh, from Belgium. Um, so, um, yeah, can you maybe explain as well on, on where did the idea come from, um, this need for a circular and, uh, and sustainable uh, genes? What was the, you know, the start uh, of, of the story? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so genes, this is really where we started as a brand. And the reason why we started with jeans is, is that jeans is the most polluting garment that everyone has in their wardrobe. So, both from a social and environmental perspective, it's really the worst performer of the class, let's say the bad student. Uh, and this is, yeah, the other reasons for these for this is it's multifaceted. But first, the, one of the big problems is that around 15% um, of the worldwide consumption of pesticides and insecticides is used for the cultivation of cotton. And cotton is really the main ingredient of genes. So we have a chemical issue where there's a lot of pesticides involved, um, also throughout the value chain, a lot of other chemicals to dye, which we'll get into later. Um, but then also there's a lot of water required. So to produce a single pair of traditional genes, so with the traditional methods, you can need up to 7,000 liters of water just to make one pair of genes. And this is the equivalent um, of nine years of drinking water for one single person. So when you put that in perspective, it's uh, yeah, quite absurd, actually. And then to make it all uh, yeah, worse, you so as I mentioned, you need a lot of resources to create a single pair of jeans, lots of chemicals, lots of water. But then unfortunately, the majority of the jeans that you can find in stores today, they are designed for linear lifestyle. Life cycles, sorry. So that will mean that they eventually, when they are no longer worn, they will either end up as waste being yeah, landfill or yeah, landfill or burned. And yeah, just to add effect to that as well, to kind of yeah, show how big this issue is, the fact yeah, the fact is really that less than one percent of clothing that exists today will be recycled into new clothing. So there's yeah, really a loss, a lot of loss of value, but also a huge negative impact that is created there. Yeah, so you really are tackling, you know, the most difficult product, uh, I think, uh, to make it more sustainable, which which is a really beautiful uh, challenge for for a startup. Of course, when you talk about uh, circular economy, circularity, that also means 
uh, engaging with the whole uh, circular uh, supply chain to gain some control or, or partner with uh, with those parties. How difficult was that for a, for a startup uh, company? How did you start with that? Um, and how do you ensure, you know, the continu continu continuity and control uh, in the supply chain? What is your biggest challenge uh, on that part? Yeah, so the first two years, I would say, of Honest, they were yeah, purely R&D focused. So they were really um, focused on creating the circular value chain that we have today. And of course, to create this value chain, it was essential to find the right partners and partners that are equally motivated um, and passionate about sustainability and circularity than we are. And in the beginning, this was really our major, our, our biggest challenge. It was a major challenge because we had to find partners that wanted to work with us. And simultaneously, we were coming to them with a huge list of demands and only very limited um, yeah, volumes, very small volumes. So it was difficult, it was challenging, but we persisted and we were very happy to, found, yeah, to find perfect partners that share the vision and the passion with us. For example, we're working uh, with a lovely spinner in Belgium, European Spinning Group. <laughs> and then also... Uh, heard our, about them, yes. <laughs> uh, I've heard about them, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they are one of our core partners. And then also with uh, Pure Denim, uh, yeah, beautiful, innovative denim mill also in Italy. And these partners were very uh, essential to creating this closed loop um, that we have today. Okay. That's uh, great to hear. Um, in any case, um, we, uh, as Ariadne Innovation, we did not exist yet uh, at the launch of, uh, of Honest, but definitely for partners in the audience uh, who would like to find uh, partners for a cir circular supply chain as well, they can definitely register to Eliconnect and have a look um, if they can find, you know, like-minded people uh, to start uh, or continue their project with. So, uh, very thank you for uh, elaborating on that, uh, Eva. Uh, now I want to zoom in to the topic of, uh, of today, which is uh, about sustainable dyes. Um, we have read um, that uh, you have found, uh, together with your partner, some uh, different innovative uh, dyeing techniques. Um, for example, for blue jeans, if I'm correct, um, the um, denim is dyed by using electricity as well. It's called Smart Indigo. Um, yeah, I'm really interested as well in the technical aspects. Can you maybe um, explain a little bit uh, to the audience how that works? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so traditionally to, the, to dye uh, denim yarns, you need indigo as a deep, deep dark blue color. And the dye stuff indigo is uh, naturally hydrophobic. So it means that it's very difficult to bind to yarns. And that's why for traditional jeans, you need a lot of water and chemicals to make the indigo dye stuff stick to the yarn. And of course, there's like a huge negative um, environmental impact, but also health hazards associated with these traditional, traditional processes. So when we wanted to dye our yarns a deep dark blue, we of course didn't want to use these harmful processes. But we were lucky because uh, together with our Italian denim mill, we were able to uh, to yeah, use an alternative process that applies dye stuff, indigo dye stuff with electricity. And how it works is instead of uh, reducing the indigo dye with chemicals, there is an electrochemical reaction that allows for the dye stuff to bind to the yarn. So we're creating the same technical effect, let's say, but then minus uh, the negative environmental impact and also minus the health hazards. Okay, seems interesting. Um, and then uh, recently you also launched a new concept uh, called uh, ReBlack. Uh, 
also uh, denim dyed uh, black uh, with, the, with the new innovative technology. Um, can you maybe explain a little bit about that part or is it still uh, confidential? No, no, we'd love to, we'd love to. Yeah, so after we introduced that, the, the fabric that we currently have, 56% recycled cotton in a blue version, we of course wanted to bring also other colors uh, to the market, but we wanted to do it in the same, yeah, sustainable, innovative way, not using any unnecessary chemicals, uh, really limit, limiting the environmental impact. So when we started talking about black with our, with our Italian partner, luckily they were already one step ahead of us. And they've been working on a pilot of a revolutionary uh, dyeing technique for black uh, dye stuff. So for the re-black denim that we have just introduced a couple of weeks ago, we are working with a technology that um, will, so first the, 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 the yarns are dyed black, and then after the production, the wastewater will be filtered as, filtered as we always do. Of course, it's an essential step in our production process. But then here, they will filter out the residue from the, from the black dye stuff, and this black dye stuff will then be sent to the pigment manufacturer where it will be regenerated. So it can be reused again as new pigment, new dye stuff to, to create new, uh, to color new, uh, new yards. So kind of really closing the loop also, not only with the recycled cotton and everything, but now also with the dye stuff. So. Circular dye stuff seems yeah. really interesting. And I hope it also uh, resonates in, uh, in the rest of, uh, of the textile industry where there's a very similar uh, challenges. Um, so, so did you um, encounter any challenges uh, when you know testing these kind of innovative uh, dyeing techniques? Um, yeah, in general, when we when we find um, innovative techniques or innovative solutions for problems, like for example the black dye stuff, but also lots of other things, the one of the biggest challenges is really scaling it from lab to industrial scale. Um, there's plenty of amazing innovations out there that can really, yeah, that have great potential, but really scaling them from lab to uh, industrial scale can, yeah, we'd hold quite some challenges, technical challenges, but also often economical challenges. So often they have amazing technologies in the lab, but then to scale them to an industrial scale, it would mean that we have to triple the prices of our, of our genes. So of course, it's always a balance that we're looking for uh, to, yeah, to balance out all these different elements. Okay, and um, maybe to go back to the partnership model with your uh, suppliers, um, I, I really feel that that's that's an important part of, uh, of you know your innovation growth story for for honest. Um, how do you do that setting up these type of, of partnerships? Is it kind of a, you know um, just um, a natural thing or by working together or do you have any you know specific tips and tricks um, that you can use to, to set up this type of, uh, of partnerships? Yeah, I think for the partnerships that we have uh, in place, I think what's really essential is that they're all long-term collaborations. So if we've been working with these partners for multiple years. We are able to regularly meet up with them either um, online or in like face-to-face. -face. And I think also really open conversation is, is uh, at the basis of these partnerships. So open conversation, brainstorms, keeping a finger on the pulse on what all of the partners are working on, like the innovations they're working with, also on our end, and kind of combining all those elements and in an open conversation and, uh, yeah, an equal relationship, I would say. So I can conclude that maybe it takes a little bit of time and, uh, and patience to set up this kind of a uh, trust relationship. Uh, so uh, for startups who are 
maybe not um, uh, used to working open with uh, with partners and still looking uh, for them. Um, I, I take this uh, advice up uh, that uh, good communication um, is, uh, is is very important as well, uh, so that they don't get uh, discouraged, um, you know, by uh, not having the best results uh, at first. Um, Let's talk a little bit as well about creating consumer uh, awareness because uh, you're talking about, uh, you know, beautiful, innovative techniques um, by using recycled fibers uh, as well as sustainable, um, innovative dyeing techniques. But how easy is it to explain that to a um, respectfully uh, intended uh, dumb consumer who does not know the textile industry? How do you uh, approach this and how can you convince them uh, to make um, the sustainable choice in the case of, uh, of a denim jeans? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> it's important, of course, that you always also find people who uh, you can make the most sustainable product. But for us, it's really essential that it's still at the end. Uh, yeah, looks good and feels feels good as well. So I would say today that we are reaching two types of consumers. The first one is really... Yeah, the eco-warrior, um, as, the, as the name says, it's really people who are super committed to sustainability and really want to be as sustainable as possible in every choice that they're making in their yeah, consumption behavior. So these people, they really know what they're talking about. So they often find us either through research, mount-to-mount, um, or through yeah, platforms or through yeah, our own communication. And they are the ones that really deep dive into our website, into our product pages. They know our partners. They also know a lot technically about clothing. So they will ask very critical questions. They are uh, really challenging us, let's say. So these are the ones that when we introduce a new fabric or a new um, innovation in our supply chain, they are the ones that really, yeah, they get really hyped up about it, I must say. And then on the other hand, you have people that we reach um, or that wear our jeans because they just really like the fit and they like how they look, they like how they make them feel. And these consumers were very enthusiastic when we, for example, launched our re-black jeans because the color just looks really nice and the fabric feels really soft. So we're kind of reaching those yeah, two types of people. Uh, yeah. Okay, nice. Thank you. So uh, having, uh, you know, uh, as well, uh, a beautiful product uh, that is, uh, you know, uh, fair priced um, and uh, is sustainable uh, is an important uh, match. Um, I think um, we have similar values, you know, uh, you're very transparent uh, about what you're doing. Uh, you're working on this collaborative uh, approach, um, which is really nice to see. This is also what uh, Ariadne Innovation strives for. Um, mm -hmm. And we try to create, um, you know, some kind of dynamic in the textile uh, and fashion industry to cooperate more, uh, to have a more... Um, you know, open view of innovation, what is happening uh, in the industry. So um, how, how do you feel about that? Um, do you also feel this kind of, um, you know, trends or challenge? Um, do you feel more openness in your industry or do you really feel that you're still an exception uh, in this uh, way of working? Yeah, I think it's a bit double. I, th I definitely agree with you. There is a tendency or a trend towards more openness. Uh, I think a lot of brands and suppliers are realizing it, the, the challenge that lies in front of you, of us, kind of really making the industry more sustainable and more, yeah, ecological and societal. Um, 
this is something that we cannot do alone. So we really need collaboration to reach this goal. I think more and more players are realizing this. So more and more people are also eager to, to collaborate. But there is still also, um, yeah, there's definitely also brands or our partners or let's say suppliers who are still quite close uh, that they want to protect also their, uh, their yeah, their successes or, or secrets, which is also understandable. So I would say that we are definitely as an industry becoming more open overall, which is a great, yeah, a great step, I would say. Okay, and uh, maybe also talk a little bit about the uh, transparency uh, impact. I know there's a lot of hustle about that uh, greenwashing today. So mm -hmm. transparency is very important for uh, uh, our industry, I believe. So uh, how does Honest ensure uh, this transparency? And what is your biggest, you know, challenge uh, on this uh, on this uh, transparency uh, field? Yeah. Yeah, I think the name, yeah, what's in the name, the name already says it all. I mean, the brand is called Honest. So uh, it's really important for us to stay and be honest. And our motto is really that we have nothing to hide. So when you come to our website, for example, you can find every partner we work with, every material that we put in our jeans. So we're really kind of being as open as we can be. And we are able to do this because we have a direct link with each of our suppliers. So traditional brands, they would work directly maybe with their fabric supplier, if already, and not all of them even do that. But we are working directly with our mill, with our spinner, as I mentioned already, but also with other partners deeper in the value chain. And this, yeah, this ensures that we know where all our materials are coming from, where everything is being made. And this allows us to be yeah, really transparent and open about it on our own website, but also on other communications. But I think it's also really important to add that, I mean, we are not perfect. We've been working uh, in this circular way from the beginning, which is a huge advantage. But still, there is definitely a lot of challenges for us as a brand to, um, yeah, to, to create circular products. And to go one step further than, uh, than the transparency that we were already offering on our own website, we now um, introduced our Hall of Fail. And this is a page you can find on our website. And it's really a place where we are super open and transparent about challenges and learnings that we still have. So as I said, we are not perfect. We still also have some things in our products that we like to change and we're really working on that are still, let's say, giving me a headache, but we'll want to solve them in the, in the near future. And yeah, we introduced this Hall of Fail to be, yeah, to take really that transparency to another level. Really nice to hear that uh, you're doing this uh whole of uh, fail idea as well. Uh, maybe it's an idea to put them on uh, Ellie Connect as well as, uh, as challenges. So maybe you can uh, find uh, some unexpected partners that could help you with, uh, with the challenges uh, as well. But uh, it's nice to be uh, transparent about, uh, you know, the more negative side um, of, uh, of doing business as well. So uh, very nice to to hear your story to grow uh, from a you know a pioneer innovative sustainable um, denim producer uh, circular uh, brands um, towards a really you know um, scale up uh, company so um, you know um, while you are uh, growing um, I wanted to ask as well uh, about um, your future plans uh, for honest if you can share anything um i heard uh, that you were uh, going to go more uh, international uh, so maybe you can share a little bit uh, about uh, that as well with our uh, audience definitely yeah, it's all top secret but i, I will share some uh, some sneak peeks uh yeah so we're definitely working a lot on being more present in stores 
So we have started working with retailers in Belgium, France, Japan, but we'll really continue working on uh, on that so people can really find and try on our jeans in stores uh, all around Europe and, and in the near future also all over the world. So that's really exciting. And then more on the technical R&D product um, perspective, because of course that's right up my alley. We're really working on uh, increasing the percentage of recycled cotton, recycled jeans, beyond 56%, so always going a little bit higher and higher, uh, because with doing this, we can really drastically limit um, our, our environmental impact. And then we're also re working on introducing a sustainable stretch next to our rigid jeans, uh, working on introducing new or different types of products, so really applying, let's say, that circular ethos philosophy on we just introduced t-shirts so we took the same methodology that we used for jeans applied it on t-shirts and we'll yeah continue doing this with other types of products and then also yeah we just introduced our re-black and undyed jeans um, and we want to also look into other colors because yeah colors are always vibrant so that's also on the agenda Okay, nice to hear. Looking forward to that. And of course, we will share uh, all the new innovations we'll, we'll be bringing uh, to the market as well. Um, yes, um, maybe, um, I don't know if there's maybe a challenge um, that our LE Connect community um, can, uh, can help you with. Is there a question or maybe uh, something you would like to share with the, with the, with the audience uh, today um, or any challenge you are uh, incurring today, then maybe now's uh, the time to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, I really like this question. I actually used the Ali Connect platform uh, very recently, I would say maybe two weeks ago, for uh, a challenge about dismantling jeans. And I was already put in contact with, with multiple um, potential partners, so that was very successful. And I would definitely lo love, into, uh, lo love to look into uh, your suggestion as well, Julie, to pose some of the challenges from the Hall of Fail that we still have on the platform. So I will look look into that in the next uh, next weeks. Great. We're looking forward to that and hope we can uh, we can help you uh, with that. Um, so, um, yeah, maybe just because we're, uh, you know, reaching the end of uh, this podcast uh, episodes, um, maybe we can dream a little bit. Uh, together, uh, you know, when we talk about, um, you know, sustainable generations, how would you uh, love to uh, have the ro world look like in, let's say, 20 years? Um, what do you aspire to see changed in the world on a personal level as well? Yeah, it's a great question. It's always important to dream because it keeps us goals, right? Yeah. Um, so so I, I really hope in 20 years from now, that we are all living uh, yeah, a more respectful life, I would say, towards other human beings, but also towards nature, that people feel more connected to nature, so they also feel maybe more yeah, motivated and uh, yeah, inspired to protect it as well. That's a very beautiful dream, and uh, I would suggest to the Ellie Connect community uh, to uh, help uh, realize that dream as well. I know uh, I will personally uh, as well. Thank you very much, uh, Eva Engelen, uh, Product Manager, Sustainability Manager uh, for Honest Jeans to share your uh, very inspiring story today. I hope uh, it has inspired uh, the audience as well uh, to just 
start um, or maybe grow uh, into uh, the sustainable uh, textiles uh, industry. Of course, we are there for uh, for them um, on uh, www.eliconnect.com as well, if you would like launch questions. Thank you, Eva. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, uh, Zooming in today, uh, for listening. Uh, we hope we can uh, continue inspiring and let's do great things together. Thank you.